The following event is a more Ace Audio production. Introducing first, from London, England, the team of Ace and Skillet. This is the Kickout. Alrighty, we're, you know we're live now. Are we live? Well, Hello, mate. Welcome to another episode of the Kickout. A uh, unique episode, Skills. A, u- a very unique. <laughs> we're like Lowell, we're like Tree. We're like Lowell and Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, we are. Uh, uh, where are we? We are in Enfield. Have you seen the Conjuring Two? No, is that in Enfield? Yeah, that's the Enfield. Uh, yeah, that's where all the. Um, I didn't even realise that Enfield was um, shenanigans. I didn't even realise that Enfield. Um, what Conjuring was English? Is it English? Conjuring Two. Yeah, it's a British film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. But here we are in our undisclosed uh, location. Yes, we are about uh, to um, meet yeah. up with uh, the WWE and the English media. So basically, the performance center is actually happening. There, there's been rumours and speculation for the past what five months now, uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, it looks like it's actually going to happen. It's going to be the NXT UK Performance Center happening in. Enfield. And in typical Mickey Mouse fashion for the kickout, we are literally walking to it now. <laughs> Everyone else got there in time and got the bus. <laughs> but working with skills and ace, as you know, is fascinating. <laughs> so we're here to drive here. <laughs> so we're currently just, as you can hear, walking through traffic, <laughs> making our way to the oh. top secret location. Oh, oh man, this is hilarious. Um, <laughs> this is very true. Yes, unfortunately, uh, we are getting some looks, brother. <laughs> we are getting a lot of looks right now. Um, but it's an exciting time to be a British wrestler, I guess. One hundred percent, and and a British wrestling fan, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. How have you been finding the uh, NXT UK? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, a whole lot of range of talent. Um, the top guys are good. It's 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 a it's it's a, it's a, what's the word? I guess if NXT is like the, the one underneath WWE, this will be the one underneath NXT. Right. So it's rehearsals. It's it's early doors, isn't it, for yes. everybody? Yes. yes, that's right. Are we going to park up here for a little bit? I guess we're just we're waiting for the media bus to turn up, the media bus that we missed skills. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's been going on in the world of wrestling? Um, <laughs> he said, well, we're doing this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, while crossing a busy road. <laughs> there you go! <laughs> um, um, rest in peace, Mean Gene Oakland. Rest in peace, Mean Gene Oakland. As always, the WWE. Those little packages they do, skills. Yeah. Um, that was beautiful. I was in tears. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. And you know, it's one of those things with the commentators. You don't realise how much you appreciate them. Yeah. Because you, you know, you think you're the fan of the wrestlers and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, I was, I was in floods of tears. Legend. Yeah. Absolute legend. Um, you know, great segments with the Macho Man Randy Savage. Great segments with Ric Flair with the mean by God. Stay all night. Stay a little longer. Gene. And um, of course, uh, the immortal Hulk Hogan. Um, he's made a lot of great interviews that's put a lot of superstars over. You know, moments with Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah. Promos with the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Um, just a legend in the scene. And he's spent a lot of years. You have to, I totally forget. I don't totally forget, but I, when, I, when I think of me and Gene, I associate his 80s WWF run. Yeah. But you forget the whole 90s. He's part of the, he was part of the Monday Night Wars. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, awesome. Massive. Man. Very awesome. I'm, I mean, obviously... Rest in peace, me and Gene, man. Yeah. Obviously, I remember the little cup of coffee. 
cup of coffee in the big, big time. Put, put that cigarette out. out. When the sign uh, fell below him, uh, yeah. behind him. And Fuck it. <laughs> I hadn't seen that one before they had on the package when the woman was like, I'm not going to lay down oh, yeah, for a man yeah, while yeah, he covers me. And he was just like... <laughs> that was Evangelio Richter, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that was hilarious, man. Um, other news. Well, obviously, let, we should talk about this quickly because we don't want to offend anybody because we believe Triple H and Shawn Michaels and a number of the UK wrestling talent are on oh, the way. Oh, here I can see the bus here coming right are, now. So you know what? We might have to talk about AEW a bit later. Yeah, you can't talk about AEW now. Don't talk about it right now. Is, the bus is turning the up. The bus is about... Should we wave to the bus as they come past? No, is that that's a bit awkward. Skid? Is that a bit awkward? A bit awkward. Well, here we go. The bus is, 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 is making this wave out right now. Oh, look, we are getting some looks. <laughs> Hello, combined <laughs> English media. <laughs> they look at us like now, like, wait a minute. What the hell is yeah. Skillet doing? How are we doing, <laughs> looking at me right now, like, what yeah, is Skillet doing not, right yeah. now? So how are we doing, gentlemen? <laughs> we should make our way in. <laughs> let's go. Uh, let's go. Okay, right, ladies and gentlemen, it. talk to you in a second. Good kick out. So we are following this bus. It's, uh, <laughs> Just a picture of the scene, ladies and gentlemen. Mid to luxury travel. Yeah, you've got a bunch of uh, professional media on their bus, and we're driving through an industrial estate in this un- undisclosed location, and me and Skillet are basically running after a bus Yes. while talking into mics. We are getting some looks, as I say. I mean, this is the best podcast in the world, don't you agree? <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> all those podcasts on the warm bus, being all professional and prepping. And then imagine me and Skillet following a bus, talking into microphones like a couple of fools. <laughs> it's a Mickey Mouse operation, I tell you. <laughs> we are Yeehaw! Cowboy <laughs> Podcast. The Mosses! <laughs> So here we go, yeah, walking up to the, the back of a bus. Uh, we'll check in later, yeah, skilled ones yeah. for inside and warm. Nice one. Good kick out. Now we're going to kick things off by meeting our very first guest, but a quick reminder that this is all in aid of the NXT UK TakeOver Live, which will be in Blackpool. I cannot wait for that. That goes live on NXT, or rather WWE Network at 7pm Greenwich Mean Time. Now, however, it is time to hear from the man himself. Would you please give it up for the icon, Paul Triple H Levesque. of the UK Performance Centre that you're sitting in right now. 
This is the next level of the commitment here to that global localization strategy that I talked about at WrestleMania last year. This is the first of what will be many performance centers outside of the U.S. And this brings everything to the table that the performance center in Orlando does. It brings everything you would expect to train world-class WWE superstars. In-ring, strength and conditioning, the coaching staff. You know, you see Shawn Michaels here, Matt Bloom, it doesn't get any better than that. When you talk about strength and conditioning, the, the system set up here by Sean Hayes is the best in the world. But it also includes everything else that you would expect out of the WWE Performance Center. The, um, the in-ring skills, like I said, the strength and conditioning, the things that take place outside of the ring, the performance aspect of it, media training, interview skills, um, all of it is emanating out here in the performance center, all with the guise of creating the greatest WWE superstars, the most polished WWE superstars for the future. There'll be 30 athletes or more training here on a regular basis. That is the base of the WWE's NXT UK brand. They will be honing their skills here on a regular basis to improve the product. In addition to that, as we've said many times, health and wellness of our athletes is probably the most important thing we do. They are really our only true asset. So you will see medical and rehab facilities in here, just like the Performance Center in Orlando, full medical staff, rehab staff. The goal being to make the athletes as injury-proof as possible, but when the inevitable injury does happen, to get them rehabbed and get them back on the field, so to speak, as quickly as possible. In addition to all of that, it's not just creating athletes, it's creating the most well-rounded performers and professionals in the world. So you will see media training, you will see um, interview practice, access to a nutritionist, wellness seminars, financial seminars, language skills, all of it emanating out of here to create the most well-rounded and professional performers that the WWE has ever seen. In addition to that, what you see here is basically a soundstage capable of 24-7 content creation. You can have the best athletes in the world, but if you can't show them to the world, it doesn't do you any good. This facility allows that to take place at a level we've never been able to do here in the UK before, 24-7. This journey here um, really started in 2013 as we looked at creating the future of the WWE and the creation of the Performance Center in Orlando, Florida. That Performance Center has been incredibly successful. You'll see some athletes that came directly out of that system here today, like Charlotte Flair, Finn Balor. But when you think about it, 80% or more of the main roster right now of Raw and SmackDown came out of that system, of the Performance Center. 
It's an incredible number, and it speaks to the future of the WWE. This is another commitment to that future. Um, it is a commitment to us creating the best in-ring talent, but the most well-rounded talent we can for all of us, for all the fans, and for our partners. More than 80 to 100 talent are working out of the Performance Center in Orlando right now. Some of them from here, some of them from around the globe, like Luke Menzies is here today. Um, it's, it's about going the world over and finding the greatest athletes and the greatest performers in any market that we can. Over the last few years, we've had tryouts in China, Dubai, the Middle East, Germany, Chile, and this year for the first time, we'll be doing it out of India. It's an incredible undertaking, looking for the greatest athletes from around the world, bringing them to places like this that will be set up around the world to train that next generation of superstars. All of this stems from a passion from WWE. Yes, it's a business, but it stems from a passion for us, a desire for us to be able to deliver a product that is worthy of the passion of our fans. And WWE fans are the greatest, some of the most passionate fans of anything around the world, and this is all in a desire to give them the best. So I'm incredibly proud to say here we are. The first step outside of the US, the first step in that global localization process, we're here in the UK. We're here with its own UK NXT brand, with a weekly show featuring some of the greatest athletes from around the world, its own dedicated UK training facility, and tomorrow in Blackpool, NXT UK will take over the world. Thank you very much for being here, and I just have one question with all that. Are you ready? Because the future is going to be bright. Thank you. The Kickout. After the press conference at the Performance Center, myself and Flew caught up with WWE superstars Charlotte Flair, Finn Balor, Pete Dunne, Rhea Ripley, Mustache Mountain, and the CEO, Triple H. The Kickout. We are here, hello, with Inside Ropes presenter and owner and promoter, CEO, promoter, CEO, CEO the advocate, president of talent relations, Kenny fucking McIntosh. How are you, sir? I'm good, I'm good. I, I'm, I'm about 20% into needing a pee. I'm at a facility, but I don't know if I can have one. And then I've got an hour taxi to Gatwick. So there's a lot going on right, right now. Wouldn't that be great if they had the rings, they had the talent, but they didn't have toilets? That would be a major flaw for the it HHH. Would, would. But then you don't want to be the guy that's like, where are your bobs? You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to be. So that's the, the eternal dilemma. When you say Gatwick, you're not jumping on the, the bus with us? I was going to, but I, uh, I recently got a dog, a puppy, called Hulk. Yes. And I, uh, I can only get so many people to watch him at points. For me, so that's I real love, man. That, that is real love. I too recently got a dog called Stan Lee. Look at this. Oh, look this at this. this. this Content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Katie, are you, are you, we are here at the Performance Center. Are you excited 
about what's going to happen to potential his, the, the future of the, the UK business in the, in the WWE? Uh, yeah, no, it should be good. It's, 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 it's going to do one of two things. It's either going to work or it's not. And, and there's enough talent for people to make it work, so it's all on them. And which talent are you especially uh, excited about? Uh, like... I mean, it's I, UK wise. Okay, because I do love Kamala. But um, <laughs> uh, current wise, uh, Wolfgang is great. I think Wolfgang's really good. I like the whole Last King of Scotland thing. Uh, Pete Dunne is getting more fashionable by the day. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, he to is, the eventually, going to yeah. combust. Yeah. Um, and um, Tony Storm, like her, Rhea Ripley, who is maybe the most gorgeous woman I've ever seen in my life. Nice. Up close. Are you going to sell her that? Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> do it. Seize the day. You seize the day, yeah. I'm, I'm up for it. I'm up for it. I, look, and then it's been out. We're about to do interviews here, and then there's a lot going on in wrestling right now. What questions do you ask? What ones do you not ask? Exactly, Kenny. Um, what questions do you well, not I'm ask? I'm a professional Kenny. journalist, so I'm just going to hit him with it. Kenny, what? do you have anything that you're not going to ask? Anything I mean, in particular? Th- well, about, I mean, uh, a certain rumor going around? I mean, I, th- I mean, I think there's definitely elite questions, and there's <laughs> non-elite <laughs> questions. <laughs> see what he did. See what he did. I think if you want to come back, you probably avoid those ones, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's right. Don't velvety dream yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Paul. So Jericho. Yeah, <laughs> well, fact, you're EVP in the game. Exactly. All right, and then, and um, do you have a before we go because we got to start working? Yeah. Um, do you have a stand-up match you're looking forward to this weekend? Blackpool uh, I, NXT takeover. I think that uh, it has to, it has to be Pete Dunne's title defense because um, it's 600 days today, exactly. so it's a long reign, and I, is it going to keep going? I I kind of hope he keeps it because me too. I, I think that I think that he's. he's I, I'm not seeing anybody right now who's a better champion than him. I agree. across the board. I he's, totally he's in NXT in the states. What credibility? Um, unless Kamala does come out of retirement, but then he has no legs. So, so how's it, that going to no, work? The, well, not very well. No. But Somebody can do a lot of amputee stuff now, can't they? They could do. New legs. We had one in the past before. We had one leg. But Zach Gowen? Yeah. yeah. Remember they hired the wrong one? That's true. We had yeah. the wrong Zach Gowen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your what time. A time. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> I'll, I'll be t- talking to you more this weekend anyway, so yeah, yeah. Th- thank you so much. Go kick out. Yeah, we are here with former WWE Women's Champion Charlotte and future. WWE Women's <laughs> Champion Charlotte. Charlotte. Uh, we are here at the UK Performance Centre. Someone who's graduated from the Performance Centre back in Florida. How does how does this feel? This, is this coming back full circle for you? So I could have talked earlier for like five minutes about the fact I know, I know. that just five and a half years ago, the first facility opened, and I was a part of the first group that did the first. Uh, live event show outside of Florida. So to be standing here with UK talent, knowing that they're opening performance center here, I'm like, I'm blown away. And also the fact that I'm talking to everyone because I remember when the Orlando facility opened and I was in a gray t-shirt with pit stains doing a million thousand rolls for the camera. Like, am I ever going to get out of this gray t-shirt? You said something interesting earlier. You said that um, when you started at the uh, NXT, uh, you were quite scared to talk in front of public speaking. Oh, yeah. That shocks me because for me, in terms of promo, you're one of the best. So, I mean, obviously this... this, you, this No, I just continue to get better. For me, it's all about not getting inside my head. Sure. So if I'm not inside my head, then the promo goes well. Like, I'll know if it's going well or not, depending on how much I've worked myself up. So, 
No, you just I do so much media that, that the media also helps. I think being natural in front of people. Uh, any matches this weekend you're particularly looking forward to, other than the obvious? Actually, no. I'm just looking forward to sitting in the audience and enjoying the whole show. Yeah. I haven't um, been to a takeover in a few years, and definitely not a UK takeover. So I'm inter- interested to see. I'm sure it's just like uh, the audience in the states. So. Absolutely, we're, we're quite crazy over here. So. Yeah. Charlotte, thank you for your time. I, thank I, you. I, much appreciate. Thank you very much. Oh, you can, I've got more time, Charlotte. Oh, I'm so sorry. Hey! I'm so sorry. I, thought, I thought you were. We thought we got the tap. The hook. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and, and any advice you have for people here? Did anyone ask you anything so far that you're coming in? So for me, I made wrestling my life. I made the performance center a home. I made it a family. And I think going in as new talent, you have to be all in because this job is all-encompassing and you spend more time with the talent and the coaches and the trainers than you do with your own family. So um, if you're willing to sacrifice uh, certain things, then yeah, the this facility has everything you need to become a star. What do you think the NXT UK brand has to do to differentiate itself from the American one, or do you think it doesn't have to? I don't think it has to. Yeah, just much, much, much as much the same. Well, I think the style is a little different. Yeah. The accent's a little different. Uh, the guys bring something different to the table. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, we're all under one umbrella. So I think it's not about the UK brand. It's about that UK star, that European star standing out versus, you know, what what does the UK brand need to to do differently than NXT. Yep. So I think it's just it's that one individual that says, hey, I shine brighter than everyone else. And talking about that one individual then, is there one in particular that you are looking forward to getting into the ring with? Oh gosh, everybody. <laughs> Hon- honestly, um, something that I've done throughout the years is adapt to each opponent and talent because, like I said, I had no prior experience or prior coaching, so I just learned from wrestling the girls I was with and kind of adapting their style. So, um, obviously, uh, Rhea, Tony, and Isla, and I'm looking forward to um, Zaya Brookside. Yes. She's a uh-huh. professional wrestler, and uh, I think she's adorable, spunky. Um, <laughs> I know her dad is very hands-off, and I know what that's like coming in as a generational wrestler. So, obviously, I have... A, very soft place for her in my heart. <laughs> That's nice. There's a lot of moments in your career that um, you can see that you've made your father proud. Um, I mean, yes, which is great because he's one of the greatest of yeah. all time. You're uh, a big Ric Flair man. I am a big Ric Flair man. Um, but like, what is that? What is that feeling like for you when you step in the ring, you have a great match, and you know you go back and your dad giving you, you know, the kudos? How does that? How does that feel as a? Is that something you've always longed for? And when, as soon as you stepped in the ring. I'm usually like, Dad, be quiet, sure. stop talking, <laughs> leave me alone, stop tearing up. And when he was my manager, uh, when I wrestled Paige in a match, he was like forgetting where he was supposed to be standing, and he thought like I, I hit my head on the post on the outside. He's like, are you okay? I'm like, you're supposed to be taking the turnbuckle off right now. What are you doing? So, no. Uh, you're, you're supposed to be healing up. Um, we don't see those things. That's what, yeah, cool. No, just... The thing about my dad is um, I just want to be as good as he is. I know I'm his daughter, so he's biased and he's proud of me, but uh, not. my dad dedicated 40-something years to this business, and Absolutely. I want to be able to 
uh, you know, carry that last name with pride. Well, you're definitely on your way. Thank you for your time, Thank Charlotte. You, my Thank pleasure. you so much. Take care. Absolutely. Thank you. The kick out. We are here with the man, the, the legend, the legend, the game, Triple H at the UK NXT Performance Center. I need to ask you first off, um, seven years ago, NXT first launched on their WWE network. You had the Performance Center already in motion. Back then, did you dream of NXT UK? I did. Um, it's kind of been a long-term vision for me. I, en- I envision a global feeder system around the world of brands that are locally um, bred. You know, when I, when I was growing up, um, it was during a time in the U.S. where there was a territory system and there was a lot of places. There was still the biggest ones and then there was some you know I was passionate about all of them I watched all of them some were great some of them weren't so great Um, but I watched all of them because I was passionate about it It, it's what led me to believe this could happen here Mm -hmm. the the ability for I wanted to create the ability that didn't necessarily exist when I was a kid and you sat on the couch and you watched this and you thought man I gotta do that you didn't know how to do it I wanted to help create that path I wanted to create that path not only for, for kids in the U.S. of how do I become a, a WWE superstar, but globally. In the in the U.K., a guy like Finn Balor, when I first talked to him on the phone about coming to WWE, even though I was offering it to him, he was kind of like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> he was just like, almost like he was trying to talk me out of hiring him. Like, you guys aren't really interested in me. And guys like me don't make it to the WWE. And I'm like, dude, I'm offering you the spot. Like, clearly I'm interested in you. Right. Um, you know... What I'm trying to do around the globe and and the vision of this is to take the kid that is sitting on his couch that tomorrow will watch this NXT takeover in Blackpool, say to himself, I have to do this, or herself, I have to do this with my life, that there's a path, that there's a path to do this, that it's a respectable path to do it, it's a meaningful path to do it, and that people aren't just looking at you going, you're wasting your life on a pipe dream. No, there's a path, and I can do this, just like anything else. Um, That creates a a global feeder system that gives you the best of the best of the best, right, around the world, whether that's a kid in Jakarta, whether that's a kid here in London, or whether that's a kid in Brazil. It does doesn't matter. It's it's bringing in the best and feeding people and giving them the ability to take the passion that they have and take it somewhere. I think we're too old now, skills. Well, Damn I mean, it. there might be a, there might be a space for managers. <laughs> for ma- for managers. NXT seniors. Love it. Uh, I, I was going to say chair on a pole match or like go. a walker on go, a pole right? yeah. there's, still, there's still a market niche for yeah, yeah, yeah. our matches are slower exactly. and yeah, yeah. it fits perfectly 20 <laughs> minutes but it's mostly entrances because no, it takes them that long to get the ring uh, I was going to ask do you think uh, the NXT UK brand do you think they have to do something different to stand out or do you think it's a case of if it, if it isn't broke don't fix it I, I think that one, the product is slightly different just because of the innate style that they've created here on their own. They've blended a lot of things. Um, guys like Pete have this unique old school British style, but he's combined that with kind of a flying style and a strong style. It's a combination of a lot of different things. And then he brings in the character work of a WWE, right? It's a combination of a lot of things. To me, as long as it keeps an inherently a character, the, the, the show itself has a character. What I love about WWE, uh, sorry, what I love about uh, NXT UK, the show has its own unique flavor and character. The buildings, the venues, the setups, they look great. The people, right? It's it's 
it has its own unique flavor. When you turn on the TV, you don't go like, what, what is this I'm watching? Like you go like, oh, it's NXT UK. Because of the venue it's in, because of the people that are in it, because of the style in which we do it. Um, at the end of the day, it's a, you know, a 20 by 20 ring that uh, we, we do what we do. Stylistically different, yes. People different, yes. But the, the truth is, it's, it has to have its own flavor on the things that surround that. NXT UK has that flavor. NXT itself has that flavor. Um, WWE, you know, has a different flavor, right? Wherever we go, we need to create the flavor and, and, the, and the character of the show itself. As long as it maintains that, you can do anything with it. Thank you for your time, Chip. Um, the Kickout. We are here with the man. The demon. The demon. I'm not the man. Becky Lynch is. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. sure. What am I doing? I could be borderline racist, right? I, I could be the fella, but I'd say Seamus is the fella. the fella. I'm, I'm so the, what, what? The, the chap. <laughs> the the Lego guy. The demon, the the demon chap. <laughs> Finn Balor. Great open. Thank good, you for your job <laughs> Thank you for your time, Finn. Uh, good to see you again. Yeah, you too, boys. Um, we are here at the NXT UK Performance Center. When you signed with the WWE and they had the NXT pitch to you before you came from. New Japan yeah. did you ever think they would build something like this no uh, I gotta be honest I walked into the back of a church hall in the year 2000 uh, that there was an adjusted boxing ring that was 16 foot square that barely fitted in the room that also had a bar in it and uh, that's where I started to, to learn wrestling about about an hour's drive from here in Sittingbourne, Kent and uh, to see how like the industry has changed in those 18 years is mind-blowing it's mind-blowing man and to, to have this facility here for like people that you know are like-minded as myself like you know but obviously much younger uh, like teenagers now growing up have a have a have a, a clear path to become a WWE superstar me I just wanted to be a wrestler because I thought there's no way I can be a WWE superstar there's no like there's no way of going about it you know so uh, having this here is uh, is very cool obviously having spent two years in a performance center in Orlando uh, and coming here I didn't really know what to expect. I thought, oh, yeah, it's going to be like a watered-down version of Orlando. It's going to be a little crappy, like tin can, you know, a little ring, a logo, and, you know, we'll just we'll just bluff it. But, like, I walked in the door today, and I'm like, holy cow, like, this is as good, if not better, than the facility we have in Orlando. So, uh, you know, all that being said, I think what's more important is the people that we got in the ring and, and, and the talent that we have in the yeah. ring because, uh, you know, you can have all the facilities in the world that you want, but, you know, it comes down to the talent that's, that's performing. And uh, these guys right here behind us are some of the best that I've ever seen, like, full stop in the world. Like, and, you know, and I've, I've been everywhere, Mexico, Japan, all over Europe. Yeah. So I was going to say, is, is there not an element of you that says, this is a bit unfair, we didn't have this in my day? <laughs> well, you know... I wouldn't be the person I am today if I didn't have the journey that I exactly. had, that I had. Uh, so obviously having this now it, it, it's great for these guys to be able to be a part of it I'm, I'm honoured uh, and you know maybe if I had I had it this you might not appreciate it, it. you yeah, wouldn't be the man stroke yeah. demon stroke lad it, it, exactly it's not the man. exactly no, I, I think we are a sum of all our of all our experiences and you know I've had a different experience than these guys but these guys obviously have this facility here like to learn from the best in the world like train with the best in the world strength facility coach the, the strength, uh, strength and conditioning coach here Sean Hayes 
is single-handedly changed my approach to training. Mm-hmm. So, like, like two years ago. So, like, that just speaks volumes. I've been training for for twenty years or whatever. So, uh, like, that guy there is, is the brains behind like all of my training and how how I've adapted uh, to life on the road and in WWE over the last two years. So, for the, these guys to have access to him is incredible. Let's not even mention. John, uh, Johnny Saint, Johnny wow, Moss, Robbie nice, Brookside, yeah. Shawn Michaels. Yeah, <laughs> so, ridiculous. So, uh, so yeah, this uh, this facility is top notch, man. And uh, and to have it here in London, so easily accessible, not only to people in the UK but in Europe. You know, a lot of huge WWE support in Paris and France and Germany. Uh, I think this is going to be uh, the new base uh, for WWE. I know a lot of talent here you might have known before they signed with NXT UK. Um, but do you also reach up like uh, uh, do you reach out to the, a lot of these people here to give them advice about what they can what they should do or, uh, or you let them figure out for themselves yeah well obviously I love for people to figure it out themselves uh, I'm not the type of person who forces my opinions no, on of people course, of course. Uh, so like I'm not going to be over, <laughs> go, going over to you, know, <laughs> you, you, should hey, you should be doing it this way <laughs> hey but kid I, but, no but, but, I mean if someone asked you but, but, but obviously yeah if, yeah if someone asked me like you know they've got my full attention and, they, and they've got my full honesty because uh, because you know I I still ask this man standing beside us like for advice. So like if, if someone asks me for advice, you know, it's my obligation I I believe to, to pass on at least what I think is right. And and I'll always like preface it what I say with hey, this might not be right, but this is how I do it. Yeah. On that point, you were just mentioning Mr. Triple H, who's to the right of us. He mentioned that he had to convince you to originally go to NXT because you weren't quite sure it was a fit for you. Can you ex- can you uh, 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 expand on that, sir? Uh, he's lying. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, yeah, uh, I gotta be honest. I was very happy uh, in my in at the time my current situation in Japan, which was uh, tremendous. Yeah, uh, I was you know creatively free. Uh, a lot of people said, "Hey, uh, when you go to WWE, you know they're not gonna like you. You're you're Irish. You're too small. You're too short. You're not muscly enough. They're not gonna let you do the paints. They're not gonna let you do this. They're not gonna let you do that." And uh, here I am four years later. It's going all right. Still the same size, you know, still doing the paints. Won a couple titles here or there. Done really well for yourself. Yeah, I think think the thing that convinced me to come to WWE, essentially, like, obviously we all have a childhood dream, but our dreams change. And, you know, I was a man at this stage. I was 33 years old. So, like, my dreams had changed. And I was living in very much reality that... I just want to be a professional wrestler at this point, and I'm I'm happy in Japan, and I'm enjoying like creating something new with what we were doing out there at the time. Uh, but you know, speaking with Triple H and kind of building a relationship before I signed with him, and having that trust, and then the idea of creating something new at NXT at the time, which was really just starting to get a little bit of a buzz, and having the opportunity to go in there, I think was what I needed as a performer to kind of take it to the next level. So. Uh, yeah, it was definitely the right decision. Well, one last question. Now, yeah. feel free to shut me down. Yeah. Oh, man. The reason why You're not going to ask that. The reason why I say this is because I've interviewed you a little, a couple times now, and I've always wanted to ask this one. I, just thought, I don't know if it was the right question to ask. But um, It's probably I, not. I, wow, <laughs> I'll be, I'm ready to take him down. Don't worry about it. I'm going to take him right down. But do you have a favorite match in the WWE so far and a favorite match that you've had in New Japan? Yes. Okay, and, thanks. <laughs> yeah. um, in New Japan would be best of the Super Juniors. Like it was against Gato. Oh yes. Uh, it, it wasn't best of the Super Juniors. It was. Uh, it was right after. It was like a July yeah. of 
right after I won the best of the Super Juniors, we done like a singles match at Cork and Hall, and that's probably like my favourite match from uh, my Japanese. Career. Why does that one stick out? Is it was it just did it just work? Why. It was uh, it was obviously Gato was like a Amazing. huge influence on me. Uh, yeah. You know, as a performer, uh, one of my mentors in Japan, and uh, getting to be in there with him, and then we really believed we, we convinced the crowd that he was going to win that night, and, and be, being in Corrigan Hall and. That was a that was a really special moment to get to share with him. Uh, in WWE, my favorite match is actually an NXT match against Samoa Joe in yep. Old Massachusetts yeah. when we switched the title on the house show. And uh, I remember I'm getting goosebumps now talking about it. I remember laying on the mat and kind of looking at the front row, and the front row were just in disbelief uh, as to what had happened. And uh, that went viral. I remember that. that yeah, went, that and, went uh, off. and that's uh, that's probably you know the match. I couldn't tell you what happened. But, um, but but that moment will, will live with me forever. Outstanding. Ian, thank you so much for your time. Right, thank, thank you. you. Always great to see you, man. Like, thank, thank you. you. Take care. kick out. We are here with the UK champion, Pete Dunne. How are you this weekend? We are here at the Performance Centre. Do you ever believe this? anything like this would happen? I did from, from two years ago when uh, Triple H, he, you know, he said all of this was going to happen and I believed him from day one and here we are. I'm carrying this title, we have our own takeover, we've got weekly TV and the icing on the cake, we've got this performance centre. Now if you'd asked me that question ten years ago, it would have been a flat out no, but, but here we are. Yeah. I was going to say, title match this weekend, but 600 days... 400 more days, you going for Bruno's record? I just said that in it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I said, that's what I'm aiming for now, that's the next goal. Yeah. What is it? It's 1 0. I saw it yesterday, I can't remember the exact number, but it's yeah. definitely over 1,000. Yeah, the Good luck, sir, well deserved if. And uh, you, you've got this big match this weekend. Um, you are no stranger to NXT takeovers, stealing the show before with Tyler Bate. Do you believe anything like this would be very similar this weekend? Yeah, and I think the, the cool thing about takeover that it's always been the case in the States is that it's this grassroots thing. You know, it's, it's coming literally out of facilities like this onto, onto people's screens. Um, it's fine. Lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you. Uh, so we're just asking Pete. You know, he's, he's given us his little um, prediction about how he's going to go down this weekend. Um, how, how are you? How are you feeling about Tony Storm? You faced her before in the UK Women's Championship in back in August, I believe. And um, what happened then, Skills? Well, we obviously yeah. became oh. the victor. She never beat me. She never beat me. She's never beat me. I'm feeling confident. I know Tony Storm. I've known her for years, and. I'm just feeling confident. That's all I need to say. I'm walking out the NXT UK Women's Champion. I've spoke to Pete before about how the journey is for him to, to get where he is today. Um, and I feel it's a bit... It's very hard for you, don't get me wrong. Of course it's very hard. But I think with the UK, there's a bit more of a... Op- more doors a bit more open. You coming from Australia, I mean, what was that like for you? It was, it was difficult. Hopefully in the future... It's going to be a lot easier and a lot more eyes will be on the Australian independent scene. But for me, there wasn't much, there wasn't much going on. It's a lot bigger now than it used to be, which I'm so happy for. Like, I'm, just, I'm proud of everyone back home for working hard and getting what they do deserve. But back in the day when I started, there, was, there wasn't much. So to be here at the performance centre in the United Kingdom is just absolutely insane. Crazy. Like, I'm, I'm just happy. Mr. Pete Dunn, sir, I have to ask you about your threads. How, is, is, <laughs> well, tell me about them, sir, because you look tremendous. Is it a, bo- is it a uh, Peaky Blinders thing, or is this your own style? Yeah, complete and not a rip-off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving it, though. Also, I'm, and this is serious, I'm debating going vegan. Do you have any advice on that, sir? 
Yeah, just you gotta you gotta stick it out. Well, don't eat meat. That would be. <laughs> oh, that's a good start. Yeah, you gotta stick it out. The first couple of weeks you're gonna have those cravings, but after two weeks, I always say if you if you do it right and you eat tasty food and healthy food, after two weeks you won't you won't look at meat the same and and you won't look at any animal animal products the same way. So just just stick it out and do your research. And also, oh, beg your no, pardon. No, 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 no. I was just going to say, do you think you guys here at NXT UK, do you have to do anything different to stand out? To, or do you think it's the same as NXT America? If it isn't broke, don't fix it. Or do you think you guys do have to do something to make yourself a different product? I think we're lucky in that a lot of the buildings that the shows will be coming out of obviously feel British. Obviously, to a, to a worldwide audience, the accents and, and maybe even the, the size and the style of, of the performers is... is slightly different but I am I am keen on making sure that a lot of the performers here stick to a, a more British style I think mm-hmm. that's important but also I think if someone's entertaining they're entertaining and it doesn't really matter what brand they're a part of um, eventually they're going to work their way through the system um, but definitely and especially having like Robbie Brookside here Johnny Saint mm-hmm. people like that Amazing. it's going to keep it's going to keep a part of that that old school British style alive mm-hmm. You just become a father recently, haven't you? I have, yeah. Um, are they going to be at ringside this weekend? Uh, I'm going to try and bring them down. It depends how she is. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be quite difficult, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, well, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. 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 you one. Um, what your, your opponent, Joe Kofi, are you prepared for him? Do you think you know he's very dangerous and uh, he's got the whole team out there with him backing him? You, are you confident that you could take them all on? Yeah, so I've been to TakeOver. I've been to MSG. I've... I've done this now at a top level for two years he hasn't so okay. you should ask him that question that's, good, that's very that's a good point <laughs> any questions for Rio before we go I think I was, I was going to check Gallus means bold and cheeky it, it is <laughs> apparently I looked it up I looked it up on Google so uh, do, do you feel like Gallus a, a, a bold and cheeky <laughs> and for you and, and what are you looking forward to the most this weekend then Obviously, your title match, but what are you looking forward to in the match? Are you looking? Are you looking to steal the show, basically? Pretty much. I'm looking forward to everything, every little aspect of NXT Takeover Blackpool. Is I'm just excited to be here and be a part of it all because it's just an incredible, incredible time for the United Kingdom. So yeah. I'm just I'm happy. I'm excited. Let's well, go. I mean, the future is bright for both of you. So you know, I'm both doing an outstanding job. Thank Good luck. You. Thank you very much. You might get a photo before. Yeah. Thank you. Pleasure. Good kick out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> skills. This is, skills. This is the one I've been looking forward this to. Did you the same here? Me too. Are you crazy? We are here with Mustache Mountain, Trent Severin, Tyler Bay. How are you both today at the UK Performance Centre? It's an, I saw you guys earlier this morning on GMTV. Oh, thank you. I saw that announcing <laughs> it. Like, this is a dream come true, no? Yeah, it's wicked, man. It's classic. We, we spent a lot of time over in Orlando at the PC there and it's really cool to see the PC over here and how it's coming along and getting to see some of our, our own friends that we've spent a lot of years with on the independent scene now here at the WWE getting to develop themselves here. It's really cool. It's yeah. exciting. Um, see who the next superstars are, the, stre- the tre- strength and training and conditioning, the quality, of all the, ge- the quality of all the kit, the quality of all the gear, the quality of the coaches. You know, it's a great platform to go ahead, but you know, here it is, a UK performance centre. It's our own now. Absolutely. So this is where we expand from. Let's do it. It's got to be amazing, hasn't it? Just this is incredible, right? Yeah, it's mental. Like you know, we trained in a, a scout hut in Wolverhampton. <laughs> you know, in the freezing cold with a tiny little heater on in the corner. You know, on crash mats and mats, and then we, then then there was a ring and like. You know, this really is a luxury, and I think people uh, that have come from uh, kind of like humble experience that we've had, 
uh, through starting wrestling. To us, it's something incredible. For, for, for people starting out in wrestling now, who won't get to see 100%. that. I was saying to Finn, do you almost feel a little twinge of the little mothers they got <laughs> off here? <laughs> yeah, to be honest, it's hard not to because, you know, I didn't even. I don't think I lifted a weight by the time I wrestled. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I knew what a gym was, but you just did a bit of cardio and yeah. maybe did some mm-hmm. bicep curls. Do you know what I mean? I'm a little bit older than everyone else. Do you know what I mean? So I was never really brought up in that generation of CrossFit and fitness and health and you know that access to social media, the access to the internet, and all the information that you know these guys do have today. And then I come in here and I look at this and I'm like, whoa, that yeah. looks cool, but what does it do? <laughs> <laughs> what is that implement? But you know with we got we got like Sean Hayes, one of the top coaches on the planet. You know, teaching us that everything. From Finn, we've interviewed Finn earlier. He said that he changed Finn's whole training. Oh, regime. he's incredible, mate! Absolutely yeah. incredible. I mean, Tyler's still better. <laughs> Tyler, you can lift what? Houses. Uh, yeah, you're uh, like, incredibly it, strong. Yeah, man. Uh, it, it's, it's my whole act, isn't it? Is the being it's the little guy that picks everybody up? I guess. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 big, well, I was there the night when you were defeated undisputed era in the Royal Albert Hall Ooh, yeah, thank you there. gentlemen no for that match yeah. first time I ever saw a title change because obviously in England we don't get to see many do we so it was amazing to see so thank you for that how did that did, that night I'm always did you just know you were clicking did you just know you had it that night yeah it was weird wasn't it man like, yeah, we, sometimes energy we have matches room. where we come back and we feel like like real Whoa, like real wrestlers mm. like yeah we crushed yeah, it the one you had with yeah. Pete in Chicago yeah yeah oh, wow, yeah. yeah it was it was one of those moments that, where we just come back and just really really happy and proud of everything it's, it's when you get you just the whole match and everything just and the crowd just sink together do you know what I mean every single sound you could you could pick up things from all over the you know that hall I mean that hall is built for reactions like that do you know what I mean and, mm. and for us to get one like that well I've been watching 20 years and it was the best match I've ever seen live so oh, thank you very much gentlemen yeah. uh, I've got to ask a music question because yeah. uh, when you were in the independent scene yeah. you used to come out to Peter Gabriel Sledgehammer <laughs> if there was a chance that you were able to get that in the WWE if Vince was able to pay money for that in to yeah. be your theme song would you still have that oh yeah I'd, I'd have Peter Gabriel play me out at WrestleMania 100% oh, which right. one which one what big, what big time no Sledgehammer, Sledgehammer. Uh, yeah, yeah. they kind of like they kind of adopt it in a little yeah, yeah. do a little yeah, remix version but yeah. nah you can't be the original you know? yeah. oh, do, you, do you mind if I asked the stereotype question yeah go for it Amazing tag team. <laughs> yeah, the, the amazing tag team. Can, can I have your um, uh, your Mount Rushmore of tag teams? Four best tag teams in the world. That's yes. right. Brain Busters. Mm. Yeah. Um, so many. Bulldogs. Mm. Bulldogs. Loving this. I mean, I was a big fan of the Hardy Boys who caught who okay, yeah, the. Do you know what I mean? Um, One and then there's just millions. Oh, there's there's so many incredible. There's Legion of Doom. There's Edge Christian. There's the oh, Steiners. Yeah, I was just never around for them. So Fair always, enough. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So I don't have that same attachment. Yours was like X Pack and Kane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, mine was like Hardy Boys. Man. Like Edge and Christian. And, yes. Yeah. Which is one of the greatest actors of all time. Yeah, so. yeah. Rob Van Damme and Booker T. <laughs> 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 Jerry Show. Jerry Show. Jerry Show. Jerry Show. <laughs> Skillet, we are old, my brother. I'm loving old. this. I am loving this. The Edge Heads. The Edge Do you remember X Factor? Edge Factor. It was X Park. And Edge. Um, your man, Matt. Matt Bloom. Oh, um, oh yeah. And, and Just Incredible. T, T and A. Yay! Yeah, yeah. Testing Alva. Big A train yeah. getting Rosie in the mix. Rosie, oh, oh, yeah. Kid Rock, Kid Man, Rock. They really gave up on taxes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but 
what about you? You're a music man, aren't you? Uh, yeah, 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 we're well into our music, so yeah. I mean, what, what, what music would you like to, if you could choose your own entrance theme? Oh man, dream music. I mean, uh, on the independent scene, I used to use um, Seven Nation Army. Yes, yes you do. Oh, which, which is why you get the chant now, obviously. There we go. Um, so, I don't know, maybe some kind of like modern twisted up version with JK spitting bars over it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Gentlemen. This is this is great because I, I just feel like you know, back to what you were saying about where you first started from. You know, the 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 cold the cold gym the the scout hut. I, I feel mm. like the wrestler all my life has been a wrestling fan. I just always felt anyone that's become a wrestler, the the, the saying when you work hard it pays off. Truly, is that obviously there's been exceptions to the rule where some wrestlers hasn't always got to where they wanted to be but I always feel that that's always been the rest of life but now you've got something like this not saying that it's still not going to apply of course it's still going to apply you're still going to work hard but I feel this opens the door a bit more wide open for the UK scene would you agree? Yeah definitely I, I, I kind of see where you're coming from yeah. like for someone imagine a, a 12 or 13 year old person now you know, who just wants to get into wrestling well, it's like he's got the now, network it, it used to be so uh, unlikely that yeah. anyone yes. from the UK would, be, yeah, right. would make that it here there, there was only Raw and Smackdown exactly. and you had like William Regal on yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. back then it was just British Bulldog yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah exactly there was, there, was, there was no one exactly so what well, Pete was saying that he's going to take it but Hayes I'm here with Ryan Albert Skillet. But Pete was saying that he's going to take his responsibility to actually make sure that those values, that British strong style. So, do you guys see that as, a, as obvious locker absolutely. room leaders? Yeah. Absolutely. We were asked that question before, and it's an it's an absolute belter. We've had such a luxury over the course of the last two years uh, of being not necessarily pioneers. I don't want to sound kind of like egotistical anyway, but we we really have taken it upon ourselves to ensure that. We represent this brand as best as we well, possibly we can. We just want to make it the best it possibly can be. It has to be, be the best. Yeah. That's all we want to do. You know what I mean? If our faces are at the front of it and our faces are on the posters, and I remember going, we were at Euston train station where we were before Royal Albert Hall, yeah. and we walked down and we walked past and it was and one us. One of the posters were on the... In Euston, Euston Underground yeah. Station. And I was like, oh... And th- those are the things that remind you... You know, let's get let let's just let's just be the best we possibly can. Do you know what I mean? And if they step out of line, Roy Keenum, oh, old school them. Man, sacked. I mean, <laughs> oh, and one <laughs> have that power, but that's obviously one last question. Tomorrow, the big the big match at NXT Takeover uh, Blackpool. Uh, you got Zach Gibson, James Drake. So how how are you guys prepared for them? Well, you know, we're the most travelled, like most well-rounded tag team that actually is in NXT UK. Yeah. Like nobody has travelled as much as we have nobody's won the tag titles that we have so we are the most experienced tag team on the roster so you know you, you go back to the network and you look at NXT UK TV over the past couple of weeks yeah. you know there's certain things that we've definitely got to look out for when we're, uh, when we're obviously in there with Drake and Gibson you know I'm not going to say they uh, play directly by the rules but I think you know what I'm trying to say yeah, so absolutely. we'll keep our wits about us and we'll make sure that we take everything in there but you know Fingers crossed those uh, tag team titles are coming back to Mustache Mountain. Well, good luck, and I know Go we're going to see a classic tomorrow. I know we are, so <laughs> thank thanks you a lot, Jeff. Thank you, sir. Thank you. The Kickout. We hope you enjoyed that. Stay tuned for part two, where we do a review of NXT TakeOver UK, and we have exclusive interviews with the NXT UK roster. Thank you for listening. That's The Kickout. Please subscribe and all that stuff. Thanks. Thanks, guys. All right, bye. The kick out.